Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. We're back. I'm Carl Mack. Welcome to Combat Chronicles. I'm not going to lie, guys. I didn't stay up all night watching the uh, UFC card. It was uh, one I was more than happy to wake up this morning after a decent night's kip and watch. For a couple of reasons. One was, I did feel too great about the main event in terms of the result I thought I was going to get. Felt quite nervous. Big fan of Robert Whitaker. I like Israel Adesanya too. I think he's a great champion, but a big fan of Robert Whitaker, so I was a bit nervous. Had to uh, fight back the butterflies in the old stomach. So I sent myself to bed about midnight. Now I'll get up in the morning and watch the card. Also then allows me to watch the card out of order so I can watch the main event first, which I did. Pleasantly surprised. More on that in a minute. But the card was quite a lot of fun, actually, uh, in a lot of aspects. Logged on to Twitter, thinking I had a pretty good grasp on how the main event went. And basically was dropped into a hellfire pit, essentially, of people freaking out about the decision, saying it was bad, saying it was a robbery. And thought right away, okay, the episode I thought I was going to record today isn't happening. If you're a patron of Combat Chronicles, you'll know that earlier on this week, I released the first episode of a new series, which will be sporadic, but at least I thought it was going to be, called Right or Robbery, in which I look at decisions perceived to be bad, look at them through the lens of the actual scoring criteria, the unified rules of mixed martial arts, and see, was the decision right, or was it a robbery? It's pretty clear, given the reactions to Adesanya versus Whitaker 2, that this fight is clearly a prime candidate for right or robbery. Also clearly a prime candidate for rewatchers. I felt that Israel Adesanya very clearly won. I had it 3-2, 48-47 Adesanya. Need to rewatch that first round, see if it was a 10-8. Need to have a closer eye on rounds 2, 4 and 5, which a lot of people think were all Whitakers. I felt that 2 and 4 were competitive. I thought 2 was really competitive. Uh, I gave 4 and 5 to Whitaker. Hence the 48-47, but I felt pretty pretty confident that it was a 48-47. Also, 
gives me a chance to rewatch a fight and sort of go over the things that I like uh, from both guys. What I think is particularly interesting is the fight which I covered on the first episode of Right or Robbery was the title fight rematch, again, another title fight rematch between Henry Cejudo and Demetrius Johnson. A rematch of a title fight which was pretty one-sided and ended with one guy getting absolutely destroyed. A rematch in which the guy who got destroyed in the first fight came with a markedly different approach. Uh, a far more successful one. And in my opinion, it could well be that Robert Whitaker was given the same sort of rub that Cejudo was given in that fight. Outperforming performance in the first uh, first go round so significantly that he was given perhaps more rounds than he might have deserved. Now, in the Cejudo Johnson fight, that actually was reflected in the judges' scorecards. Cejudo won a robbery. In this, it seems to be reflected more in public perception. But in the court of public opinion, Royal Wick is always going to do well because. He's one of the most universally beloved fighters around. I mean, I for one wanted him to win desperately. Even given the fact I wanted him to win and was trying to find rounds for him. Not in the sense that, you know, just giving him rounds for no reason, but trying to look at each round in a way of thinking, could a judge have given him that round? I didn't give him those rounds. I gave him two out of five. So I think this one's definitely worth a rewatch. And there's no theme tune for Royal Robbery, so I'm just going to drop in this. Of course, I've used that because the price is right, as right in the title. But I'm actually cribbing that from Red Letter Media. I'll use it for the Plinko episodes before we get onto this fight, which I think is a really interesting one. If you don't watch Red Letter Media on YouTube and you have any sort of interest in visual media, films, TV, that kind of stuff, and you like comedy, uh, who doesn't like a laugh, um, highly recommend that. It's probably the best channel on YouTube, in my opinion. So I'm basically going to start from zero on the uh, round count. Um, it's not on Fight Pass at the moment. I watch on the BT Sport app, all legal, of course. And basically, it's going to run through the fight, commentate over it, and try and figure out who I thought won. See if I was wrong. See if anyone's wrong. And uh, basically, say was the decision right or robbery? Here we go. Uh, nothing on that. Is he just throwing a leg kick out? There's nothing going. Nice uh, stance switching straight off the bat. What I love about Robert Whitaker in this fight, I'm not just going to commentate. Uh, you know what I'm seeing. I'm going to talk about what I what I saw uh, on first view and see how wrong I was. But uh, what I particularly liked was how Whitaker didn't barrel in too often. And like in that first fight, he thrown himself into that wood chipper regularly and just getting chinned. Um, he might have stayed on the peripherals a bit too much for my liking. Sort of uh, 
sort of karate kick. Oblique kick there, not really much going. No one's landed really anything that's worth uh, scoring so far. Uh, you know, if the round ended now, then maybe Whitaker's kick would have won the round. Nothing on that. So, kick range appears to be Whitaker's modus operandi for this one. He's not going to lunge in. Inside, leg kick there from Adesanya. Decent enough. Whitaker obviously moved with it. Struggling to find his range. Looked like Izzy landed a jab to the body there. They say Alex has good jab from Adesanya. For me, a little wicker caught down his hand, so not a scoring punch. Not much on it at all. I'm going to try and sort of address the controversy out of Bispin's commentary, but not something I'm particularly interested in. Unless I notice anything particularly egregious. So, Whitaker using, trying to hook off of Izzy's kick there. Didn't really work. Kick to the upper thigh there from Whitaker. Not much on it, but they hurt. We know that. Neither, everyone's basically no-selling everything so far. So, judging the impact of these shots is, you know, splitting hairs, really. That Their kick sounded pretty powerful. Um, no visible effect, but that slapped. Nothing on that. Ooh, okay. So that 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 leg kick there seemed to work. Whitaker, I think Whitaker landed that left hook, and that had a bit of uh, sound, had a bit of slap on it. So far, so sort of tit for tat. I'm not, there's a nice jab there from Whitaker, stepping in jab. It's so tit for tat so far. Oh, nice leg kick from Adesanya. I'm not really seeing any. You know, 10-8, people think a 10-8 has to be a complete domination or someone nearly on the verge of getting knocked out. That's not true. But I think if you're going to have a flash knockdown, you need to have at least won the round relatively dominantly to make that a 10-8. And so far, this is this is tit-for-tat stuff. Is he just about edging it, though? Wick has conceded too much ground there, but, you know, still better than what he was doing in the first fight. Trying to cover it too quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thing with Whitaker, he's at a foot speed disadvantage sometimes with Izzy, and Izzy's long, so sometimes has to take three steps to cover. Oh, there you go. Okay, so for me, that knockdown's a flash knockdown, but that is significant. That's easily the best shot landed in the whole round. Thing is, if, if Whitaker doesn't really do much in this round and he gets dropped, how is it not a 10 8? Terrible shot from outside. You know, the shot was from outside. It was complete, nothing to set up whatsoever. No feints, but at the same time, you got to get Adesanya thinking about it. Now, because threatening the level change, nice work. Nothing there. Oh, see that leg kick. That's a, that that leg kick clearly was impactful. Oh, as he went for the question mark kick, that didn't really happen. But then he seemed to clobber Whitaker with a left hook as he entered in. Whitaker again doing what I actually wanted him to do. He shot from way outside there, but he did a great. Nice jab from Adesanya. 
it did what I wanted to do fortify, which actually use clinch entries merely to punch off the brake or, or attack off the brake. And he went for a knee off the brake there. See, for me, Alessandra clearly landing the more significant strikes in this round. That body kick was, was loud. It was impactful. Wickers landed, apart from that sort of left hook earlier on in the round, which made a nice noise. It didn't really look to be particularly impactful. For me, that's a 10-8 round. You may disagree with that. That's fine, but either way, it's a clear Adesanya round. Let's just say that. What I'll do is I'll score a 10-9 Adesanya, and we'll see at the end whether interpreting it as a 10-8 would have had any bearing on the, the outcome. We'll say 10-9 for now, just to see. Fantastic advice from Whitaker's corner, no naked shots, which is what he was doing. Great advice. Settle down. Yeah, that leg kick is clearly massively impactful. There's nothing really a Whitaker done even comparing that. Straight left. Ooh, that right uppercut just about missed. I thought it landed at the time. Doesn't have any bearing on my uh, my basis of scoring that round, though. But Whitaker, you know, he, he spazzed out in the first fight. He's not doing that. Here. He seems to be calm. Right, let's pay close attention to the second round then. So, nice bouncy stance of Whitaker inside leg kick from Adesanya. Nice doubling up on the jab. Ooh, high kick whiffed on by Whitaker. Nice slip from Adesanya. Fight for lead hand position there from Whitaker. Needs to pull down that lead hand and then jab off of it. Not much on that jab. There you go. See, doubling up on the punches, great. Oh, that left hook, that left hook flash. That was a good left hook. Big, big, big leg kick from his Adesanya. That that, that follow-up jab from Whitaker seemed to push Adesanya back a bit as well. So these exchanges are hard to score. You've got the, the jabs from, from Whitaker, then you've got the powerful leg kicks in between. Now, we know that his legs are just powerful than arms, but there was more of it from Whitaker. That's hard to score. Nice pivot outside from Adesanya. What, what Wick is doing there is great. It's doubling up on his shots. Keeping his right hand eye to avoid any counter-left hook. Which, as we know, was a nightmare for him in the first fight. Nice from Whitaker. Didn't get a look he wanted. Slip back outside. Ooh, nice jab from Whitaker. That definitely flashed. That seemed to push Alessandro back. He reacted uh, physically to that shot. Ooh, I'm not sure if that right hand actually landed, but it sounded like it did. That exchange was all Whitaker. Lovely shot. That's a nice jab from Alessandro. Let's not forget... Let's not, let's, sorry, not forget. Let's not ignore that, that nice shot. Ooh, that was just, you know, Whitaker needs to do better. That inside leg kick clearly hurt Whitaker. Not hurt him like, oh my God, he's badly hurt, but, you know, that affected him. Lovely takedown there from Whitaker. And he's doing what he should be doing, which is what, if you listen to the Patreon episode, um, the Cejudo Johnson rematch, what Cejudo didn't do when he got the takedown was work. 
Whitaker there, he used that takedown to get any sort of work off. Adesanya's doing exactly the same um, in, in this clinch here against the fence. Um, Whitaker used that takedown and immediately started working. Because quite frankly, that takedown shouldn't be enough to win you a round. You've got to do something with it. Adesanya's get up there was quality, by the way. It's excellent hips. See, Whitaker's not working at all. They are inside, uh, knee to the inside there. He's not doing anything which is conducive to scoring. Is he using a frame there? I thought he was going to elbow off of that. He didn't. Not much on them shots, but allows him to get out and reset. They're the only things that are scoring. Again, uh, instant damage is, is uh, preferable to uh, accumulative. Yeah, not much on that kick. We could check that. That's only a pop. Oh, yeah, that's nice head kick. Whitaker partially blocked it, but you're insane if you don't think that made a decent connection. Nice jab, but then a follow-up kick from Whitaker. If we're going to say kick score more than jabs, then it works both ways. That kick for Whitaker was uh, a better shot than Adesanya's jab. Not really much of anything going on there. Whitaker seemed to drag a right hook across, but I'm not seeing much on it. There was a level change attempt there from Whitaker. Sort of seemed to jab down, um, jab to the body, but there's no, no effective body work at all from Whitaker yet. Again, that head kick was partially blocked, but I'm sure it hurt. Oh, Whitaker beating with a jab there. They both threw a jab at the same time. Whitaker's landing more forcefully. That leg kick definitely landed from Adesanya. This is a close competitive round. If you want to give this round of all Whitaker based on what we've seen with, with 18 seconds left on the clock, I'm fine with that. If you want to act like it wasn't close or anyone not giving this round to Whitaker doesn't know what they're watching, well, I don't think you really got a clue what you're watching. That's a close competitive round. I'm going to lean Whitaker myself. Which means maybe I'm on for Whitaker winning the fight. So I've got one round apiece. Ooh, lovely stepping jab there. Nothing off the hook afterwards. Continuing to show takedowns as replays and Somehow suggesting that they're in any way significant. Lovely there from the, from the jab there. Got his head on the outside of Izzy's. Dropped his jab on the inside. Lovely, lovely shot. Lovely boxing. Not really here in Eugene Behrman's uh, corner advice there on... on what I'm listening to, obviously got the volume down a little bit so I can sort of monitor my own levels. But yeah, unfortunately, I didn't really hear what what, you, what Eugene was saying there. Wick has already outperformed what he did in the first fight, which is just what I want to note. Whatever you think of the decision in this fight, the adjustments for Wick, which I'll look at as a whole uh, after the bouts uh, finished, I expect um, wonderful to see. 
Bispin and Cormier both saying the round was close and Cormier leaning towards Izzy. Um, not a terrible job from Bispin, not really sure why people are slagging him off so far. Obviously, I noticed at the time that he was, wasn't great, but I didn't think it was awful. I think people were upset that, you know, their man, Robert Whitaker didn't get the decision and seemed to think everyone's just out to get him. There's been nothing scoring in the first 30 seconds here from what I can see. Ooh, nice little jab there from Wicker. Not much on it in terms of impact. See, that leg, that kick there, which I didn't see whether it hit body or leg. The, the angle wasn't great, but that clearly cracked. Wicker wasn't like, you know, audibly or visually badly hurt, but it sounded like an impactful shot. Ooh. See, is there's not really much in there. Whitaker's jab was nice, sort of knocked Izzy off balance, but it wasn't so much the impact of it, but the fact that Izzy was mid-kick. Lovely work from Whitaker, don't get me wrong. It's scoring to some extent. I just don't want anyone to think that was like, oh my God, he nearly had him over, and that's, uh, you know, he's going to win him the round. A lot of people sort of saying that Izzy loves a staring contest nowadays and hasn't really been much since Paolo Costa. But much like Anderson Silva at his prime, the prospect of being counted by Izzy is so uh, mortifying in terms of how quickly he can turn your lights out. And people don't really like to step into him too much, like a more negative approach. I mean, Whitaker here, he's picking his spots, likes to stay on the outside. See, Whitaker stepped in with a jab there, but sounded to me like Izzy's right hook counter was a better shot. Nice jab there from Izzy. Tried to hook off the jab. Didn't quite come off for him, but really nice jab. See, <laughs> luckily, Alessandri got out of the way of that jab, but Whitaker there, when he tried to cover distance with, with two steps, like I was saying earlier, that really reminded me of the first fight. When that happened in live, real time, I was worried. So leg kick there from Adesanya. Good defence from Whitaker. Nice. Nothing in that grappling change at all. That would get points for either man. Nothing on that. Ooh, head kick sort of off the top of the dome. It's not a massive shot. Wicker caught the kick, got him down. I know people like to think that grappling exchanges can win you around. There's nothing in this whatsoever that is winning Robert Wicker this round. Nothing. It should be striking, should be kneeing to the thigh, whatever. Anything that would get him scoring. This is not scoring. It's a means to an end. This is working its way towards a scoring position. But at present, this is not scoring. If this is all that happened in the round and not a single strike was landed, yeah, sure, okay. You've worked your way down the scoring criteria until you found something, something, which is... At, oh, looks like... Oh, there you go. Adesanya was trying to use the old uh, Sakuraba, uh, Kimura threat in there. It worked.
couple jabs there from Whitaker. I'd already seen it. I even landed. Definitely impactful. Ooh, that's impactful. That leg kick's impactful. People online sort of debating the merit of leg kicks. It's not any old leg kick, but a leg kick like that is clearly impactful. Instantly impactful. Not to Whitaker slightly off balance. Now, I'm not going to be... I'm going to try to be consistent. That jab there, it seemed like it was a tangle of feet. And people say, oh, you didn't give him any credit for knocking him off balance. But come on, guys. Use, use your brain. Ooh. Whitaker went for a double jab there. And then there was a uh, sort of cross counter as he pivoted out from Izzy. Sort of didn't get his head inside, but that sort of thing. Ooh, that that, that kick seemed to, seemed to bother Whitaker for sure. He's on his bike. That, that's, look, it's a 10-9 round because Whitaker had success. Um... But it's a 10-9 Adesanya. There's not really any argument for that not being Izzy's round. Let's, let's see if we can get some of the corner advice. Adesanya being told beautiful round. Hard to hear, Eugene, still. If you see an opportunity, of course, take it. Yeah, it's just telling him to stay measured, I think. Not go ham. Just, just take his time. Work behind his range. Adesanya seems to think he hurt Whitaker's leg. I mean, if you look at him in between, I know it's scored on visible damage. Adesanya's not even sat down. Rob definitely looks the worst for wear. Although he's doing a great job. And actually fainting his way in and doubling up on shots and, and mixing up his approach. He's actually keeping Izzy at bay in terms of unleashing his full full repertoire. Now, rounds four and five. Let's really, really pay attention to this. I've got it 2-1 Adesanya going into the fourth. Ooh. Oh, lovely, lovely left up from Rob there. Flash a jab, boom, turn it over. Lovely shot. Leg kick. Oblique kick. Oh, Rob just out of that, just out of the uh, slip, just out of that uh, range of that body shot. Look how much distance there is between these guys. I said that Wick is on the outside a lot, but. Izzy's not tracking him down. He's not trying to um, pressure him, really. Ooh. Uh, Rob turned the knee out there on that leg kick. I don't think there was too much on it. Sounded nice, but it's not just the sound. Oh, in-step knee there from Izzy by the looks of it. Rob uh, hit him with a left on, on the exit. Adesanya now sort of showing that kind of funky fainting, sort of uh, showing Whitaker different looks, different guards. Nothing on that at all. But Adesanya isn't quick on the trigger with the counters now. Whereas when, oh, lovely there. Lovely. Slips underneath the shot. Got it deep. Oh, he's not in deep on the hips. Is he got up quick? Rob's got his back. Has he got hooks in to a degree? Not really much here in terms of he's not, he's not close to finishing the fight. He's not really hurting, is he? He's not got like if he got a particularly painful neck crank or something. Yeah, there's nothing on it. Nothing on it. Now I remember this commentary vividly. I'm going to say it before it even happens. But Cormier is lambasting 
he's doing it now. Kume lambasting Whitaker for not staying on top of Izzy um, after Izzy uh, escaped. And that's because Whitaker's being smart. He's not doing what he did in the first fight. Ooh, he's not doing what he did in the first fight. He's not throwing himself into the woodchepper and getting counters into oblivion. Terrible commentary from Cormier there. I would have loved to see Whitaker press his press the advantage there and, and pressure Adesanya, but ooh, but he's doing what he needs to do. Not every fight needs to be blood and guts. He tried that approach in the first fight, got destroyed. Lovely jab there from Whitaker, and then sort of shoulder rolled off the uh, the, the return right from Izzy. Nice little inside leg kick there from Izzy. We're clearly a Whitaker round so far. Understand he's not following his range either. Let's, oh yeah, oh lovely double jab, then pivot off of the left hook. Really, really nice work from from Whitaker. Yeah. That leg kick easily defended by Alessandro. There's nothing on that at all. Very cultured left-hand performance, Robert Whitaker. Oh, that leg kick. Oh, lovely jab. Leg kick from Alessandro. Lovely stuff. Oh, for me, it looked to me like Alessandro did land that right hand there. And that was a big shot by the looks of it. Whitaker responds with a double jab. People talk about no one acknowledging Rob Whitaker's work. It seemed to me like there was there was work there by Adesanya that wasn't at all acknowledged. I don't think this is as biased towards Whitaker as people seem to claim. Again, just upping your feelings about it. Nice jab from Whitaker. Seemed to land. Cormier's giving him credit. Cormier is saying, every round in competitive apart from round one, I have to agree. For once, see, there's Izzy keeps going for that right hand, uh, that sort of right hook on the exit. I'm not sure with Bisping what he's saying there. You, you can't beat him just with a jab and a left hook. I mean, you can. Um, sometimes it's better to, to sort of scale back your tools and to, to do the basics. Especially if it's working. Would have liked either man to try and actually hit on the break there. Didn't happen. Oh, nice right hand there from, from Whitaker. For me, this is a clear Robert Whitaker round. Not that it's not been competitive, but it's a clear Robert. Look, look, ooh, his, his round said that he land that kick. It's a nice exchange, you know, like Whitaker slipping the high kick. Could have been potentially perilous, but nothing happened. To me, that's a clear Robert Whitaker round. I've got a two all going into the fifth, which I remember was a clear Robert Whitaker round. So I'm not obviously going to keep continue scoring, but it seems to me like I had Izzy winning the first time round. I've now got Robert Whitaker winning. Stop for a drink. Telling Rob Whitaker to follow the jab with the right hand. Seems like similar to what Michael Bisping was saying. Don't just use the left. 
they sort of seem seem to think they need. They think I heard there, Rob. They need to have a good crack at this. So for me, they know it's close. Little nod there from Adesanya. One thing I love about this fight: all the bad blood. There's so much respect at the end of this fight. Fantastic, lovely to see. Don't want to see these boys beefing. They're great. They're great athletes. Great professionals. Great champions. The pair of them. This is important. So Rob Jabbin is way in again. Not much on that. He's the only one who's scored so far. Lovely. Left hook and then right hand from Madasanya. They're clearly more powerful than the jab that Whitaker landed. So advantage Adesanya so far as we're about, tw- uh, about 30 seconds into this round. Double jab from Whitaker. Still think Adesanya had more pop on his shots. Isn't it great that Robert Whitaker came back from that shellacking, all the issues he had in his personal life, all that low... By the way, that nice jab from Whitaker, but that, that low kick was nice from Adesanya too. Sort of mutual exchange there. Um, the, the the wins that he's built up, Whitaker, and uh, he's back, and he's outperforming himself against not just someone who destroyed him the first time, but arguably one of the greatest middleweights in history. Well, definitely one of the greatest middleweights in history. One of the best pound-for-pound pound fighters around today. And a guy who's... all that body kick was painful. That looked painful. Uh, but also, someone who was a terrible stylist in matchup for him. What a great fighter Robert Whitaker is. I've said this before. You can you can actually better your standing in a competitive loss than, you know... Ooh. Then, you know... Oh. Lovely. I don't know what I was really saying there. Let's get back to the fight. Lovely, lovely in-step jab there from, from, from Whitaker. Not that Adesanya hadn't had success just before... It's a competitive round so far. I remember this being a clear wick around. This is a competitive round so far. What do you like? Seems a bit low, but sort of inside kick. That was pretty powerful, it seemed. A single. Should probably go high crotch. No, Adesanya's out. There's nothing in that, by the way, that scores. Oh, that does. Lovely right hand. And then Adesanya pokes him in the eye on the exit. Brilliant. On the entry, sorry. No, no, no. Okay, Herb. You actually did a good job there for once. Herb Dean. Ba- Do you know what? I barely fucking noticed Herb Dean until then. That's 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 the mark of a clean fight. That right hand was a good scoring shot for Whitaker. That clearly, Adesanya didn't really like that. Double jab, nothing on it. Adesanya, now Adesanya's the one trying to close range. He's having to take more than one step to do it. Wick is leading the dance here. Oh, lovely takedown. Lovely takedown. Adesanya's hip's so good, mate. It's, people need to give him credit for how wow his grappling's come along as well. People always wanted to... It, interesting thing, actually, you know. Whitaker, if he mixes it up between wrestling strikingly, he can give Adesanya a, a really tough fight. For all the credit I've just given Robert Whitaker for overcoming what seems to be a bad stylistic matchup, he's doing everything he needed to do here, and Adesanya's thriving too. So I think what we need to say is he's going for, he's going for that Kimura challenge. You know, oh, you go that Sakuraba style thing. That knee was in the see that knee that landed and that left hook landed. That was loud. That was impactful. Forget the knee. That was the biggest shot of that sequence. 
But yeah, Adesanya, you know, he's gone up against the, a brilliant Robert Whitaker who's mixing up his approach, doing such great work. It's definitely the greatest fight Adesanya's ever faced, in his prime anyway. Um, you know, Anderson Silva definitely was not that. Um, and quite frankly, Adesanya's... Oh, that leg kick seemed, pretty, seemed the flash. thing is, Adesanya's passing this, this test with flying colours too. Could we not be positive about both guys? Can a fight be close and competitive without being a robbery but the other guy being overrated? Uh, yeah, he seemed to, didn't really get too much going there. He tried to punch during that sequence, but... Bisping's giving him credit for winning the round. Seems to be a foot stomp there, knee for Whitaker. He's scoring, he's doing something. Holding him against the fence is not scoring, doing anything. Even if it, you know, moved down the, the list of criteria, it's only accumulative, it's better than nothing. And he's landed the more instantly impactful shots in this round. Adesanya now mugging to the audience, yeah, he, he knows that he's lost this round. He knows he's in a position he can't get out of. He's doing something though. He's trying to score. Whitaker foot stomp, knee there, couple knees, yeah. Clear Robert Whitaker round. Not a 10-8, but a clear Robert Whitaker round. I'd love to see the respect. So, I have, on second watch, uh, straight off the bat, I have Robert Whitaker winning three rounds to two. 48-47, but I don't do it. Because as I said at the beginning, I think that first round could be conceivably be a 10-8. Uh, just, you know, out of an experiment, I decided not to. So if that's a 10-8, then what have we got? 47-47, we've got a draw. I said Adesanya could conceivably win that second round. It's competitive. He lands some good shots. The variety of different scores you could get here, from Adesanya win to a draw to a Robert Whitaker win, there's a couple of them. Quite frankly, I think the only thing I'd find bizarre is... The rounds that Mike Beltran scored for Adesanya. Uh, so, you know, it wouldn't have mattered because he still would have won a, a split decision or he would have won a decision to Beltran that actually had a fucking clue what he was doing. But I know for a fact that Beltran scored rounds four and five for Adesanya, which is, that's criminal, essentially. Just terrible. Incompetence at best. Something worse than that, possibly. But um, definitely incompetence. But we take that out of the equation. 248-47s to Adesanya. Absolutely perfectly fine scorecards. A bit like the first Golovkin-Canelo fight. People don't have an issue really with the first scorecards. It's with that terrible Adelaide Bird scorecard. That's when you think something's up. But let's actually look what Robert Whitaker had done in that fight, which was, which was so much better. He stayed on the outside. He chose his, uh, his moments better. He actually doubled up on his punches. He mixed in his grappling. Everything we wanted him to do. Because of that, we see two of the best middleweights of all time. I said best, not greatest. Although I do think they're two of the greatest middleweights of all time. But two of the absolute best middleweights of all time have a fantastic two-way technical belt. And when I ask the question, right or robbery, it's neither. It's neither. That 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 Beltran scorecard, that's a fucking joke. Don't get me wrong. But the, the actual result, it's not a robbery at all, in my opinion. It's not a robbery at all. I know people seem to think Adesanya's become some sort of range kickboxer. Yeah, that's fine. Um, no one's ever really going to mistake him for being a great pressure fighter or anything like that. But what he does, he does well. 
and in combat in other uh, areas of the fight and other phases in which Whitaker tried to be successful in grappling or whatnot. I thought, I thought Adesanya passed out of flying colours. People want Whitaker to do this. He does it. Adesanya doesn't get beat easily. And now people still want to act like Adesanya putting a, a bad shift. I think that's ridiculous. I mean, both guys put in an excellent shift, hence the, the fight we had, um, which was not you know Volkanovski Holloway in terms of frills and spills and technique, but certainly a fantastic fight. Certainly interesting bout. Narrative-wise, the narrative now is Robert Whitaker's, if not the man, He's closer to it than he was in their first fight. I don't think it's the same as Volkanovski Holloway 2, where you've got to have a third fight, even though someone's won two. First and foremost, Holloway was a more dominant champion. He was not knocked out in the first fight. He lost the decision. And his big moments in the second Volkanovski fight were bigger than any moments that Whitaker had in this fight. But if Adesanya Whitaker stick around, Whitaker's going to keep knocking off challenges, I imagine. And maybe a third fight will be inevitable. I'd actually like to see Izzy have another go at 205. Maybe he took the fight with with Jan Bihovic, uh too easy, or I don't know. I think that fight was an amazing performance from Jan. But it's clear to see in subsequent fights that he's not some great dominant light heavyweight champion. I mean, if, if Izzy would have gone up and fight Glover Teixeira, I imagine he'd blast him. I'm not sure how how he'd deal with someone as big as uh, Jiri Prohaka, but... Um, Wow, if you if you're saying you want to see that fight if he wins the title, you're fucking lying. And then I think Robert Whitaker would probably dominate the division again. I mean, these two are clearly the two best 185 pounders. I'm not going to go into the undercard, but um, we know the next ch- title challenge is going to be is, is Jared Cannonier, who um, was very competitive for Whitaker in their fight, but that was a clear Whitaker win apart from those perilous dying seconds. So the next fight's Adesanya and and Cannonier. I don't really see. Anything in there that I'm particularly scared about, although obviously uh, Canada can really crack, and you know everyone's got a, a striker's chance with four ounce gloves and bare bone. I don't really see it happen against Adesanya though. He knows how he's a good, pretty decent range manager, and I think he'll be fine. So it might well be these guys are on a collision course again. But the main narrative for me is yes, 185 is top heavy, but wow, isn't it top heavy? Robert Whitaker and Israel Adesanya gave us a fight which they probably always should have given us. That first fight seems to be the outlier. Whatever was happening with Robert Whitaker, whatever lessons he needed to take from that fight, he clearly brought into this one. More patient, more varied approach. Did everything he could to take that title back. Did everything he could to beat Israel Adesanya. But he didn't. That fight was not a robbery, whether you think Robert Whitaker deserved to win it or not, and you need to give Adesanya kudos as well for being a great champion. He just took on his greatest challenge to date and won. I think people... It's the same as boxing, but it's really seems to be a problem at MMA where any close fight is a bad decision. There's nothing bad about that fight. I think you're lying to yourself if you think there, there weren't swing rounds in there. I think you're lying to yourself if you don't think that Adesanya could have conceivably won. I actually said straight after the fight that I thought that 49-46 was a, a potentially better scorecard for Adesanya than 48-47 Whitaker. I immediately got to dial that back. I was, I was incorrect. I feel feel pretty confident that I was incorrect on that. But I think people need to discuss the possibility of round one being a 10-8. I think people need to accept the fact that round two was competitive enough that 
Alessandro could have conceivably edged it, whether you want to admit that or not. I think people need to know that Mike Baltron shouldn't be anywhere near... I mean, I don't really like him as a ref, I certainly like him as a judge. But the fact people now think that Barrett Whitaker was robbed, that was not robbery, that was a close fight that could have gone either way. Us as fans, we weren't robbed, we got to see the fight we always should have seen. And Robert Whitaker wasn't robbed either, because people are always going to remember that he was the guy that pushes the closest of 185. Not Gastelum, who had a couple of moments, and they got the shit kicked out of him. But Robert Whitaker. I'm not actually going to discuss the rest of the card. I think I've maybe I'll... I've, it's a really fun fight, but I think this this fight stands alone as an episode for this podcast. I think I'm going to revisit them later for Patreon or something to do the undercard. More favourite fights than that. I wish there were a couple. Really enjoyed it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, my mind's been taken up with this fight all morning. Been out for a walk. I've been thinking about this fight. Stopped to watch a movie. I was thinking about rescoring this fight. I ate my breakfast, I was thinking about this fight. I went online, I'm inundated with opinions about this fight. That's when you know you've seen a good one. It wasn't great, but it was really, really fucking good. As for the decision, I have no major issues with it whatsoever. I can see why people would have Whitaker winning, I've got no problems with that either. But for those of you crying robbery, calm the fuck down. That's no robbery. Be happy you got to see it. Because I am. That was another episode of Combat Chronicles. As I say, head over onto the Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Combat Chronicles, where the first episode of Royal Robbery is available. That was uh, Johnson Cejudo 2. That was a fucking robbery. Go and listen, find out why. I'll be back on the Patreon later this week. Maybe I'll say some more undercard thoughts for this UFC card and some boxing stuff as well. Until then, I'll see you next week. Thanks as always for listening. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.